Welcome back to the Capes and Tights podcast right here on capesandtights.com. I'm your host, Justin Soderberg. This episode is our final episode before Christmas, so why not review a Christmas movie in the form of Batman Returns from 1992 with Michael Keaton, Dana DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Christopher Walken. Yes, it's a Christmas movie, and Paul Eaton from Galactic Comics is along for the ride to discuss this Christmas movie uh, on this episode of the podcast. So please check it out. We'll discuss all matters of the movie, but also how it is a Christmas movie and what our favorite Christmas movies are and so on and so forth. But before you do, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Blue Sky, as well as rate, review, subscribe, listen, do all those things over on Spotify, Apple, all your major podcasting platforms. If you like the video portion of this and you want it to be in your inbox every week, check out YouTube as well for our YouTube channel. But this is Batman Returns, movie review for the Christmas season here on Capes and Tights. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. No, sorry. Happy holidays. I'm sorry. It's uh, happy holidays. Just kidding. Well, it was funny as we were, uh, you know, starting this podcast, but like, no, as we were leaving on Wednesday, I kept on saying like, have a good Thanksgiving instead of happy Thanksgiving. Cause I do celebrate Christmas. Like Christmas is a one. I do say happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, whatever I want to do, but I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. I don't know if we even said the word Thanksgiving when I was visiting my parents. Like it was just, we were there. It was time to be there. there. We we, we hung out, we had food, we had turkey, we had the traditional meal, we had the whatever, but it was just kind of funny. I'm like, it's one of those holidays. Like, I don't know. I feel like you say happy Halloween a lot because you trick or treat with your kids. Or you go right. places and you say it as you get your candy or things like that. Um, but yeah, Christmas uh, is, or sorry, Thanksgiving is one of those ones. I just get together with family. I don't know about anything about I mean, happy what Thanksgiving. Else is really, yeah, what else is there for Thanksgiving, really? That is kind of like the whole deal, right? Like, turkey, turkey, which they didn't I mean, you could be one of these, originally. I don't want to say corny because I'm sure there's people that do it. But you can be one of those corny people that go around and say what you're thankful for this year or blah, blah, blah. But like. No, my family doesn't know. do that because we're not thankful for anything. So. <laughs> No, I feel like it, it, it's getting together with families, having your meal and like seeing each other. And, you know, so this is my new relatives uh, that you'll see next year at Thanksgiving again. This is my new platform when I run for uh, office uh, of whatever the president of the United States um, is. I can actually run now. Right. I'm 37. So I'm actually old enough to run for president. The Ooh. the idea that we pitched that November 22nd. OK, that was this year. So the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I should say. Right. Should be the beginning of the quote unquote holiday season, meaning that Thanksgiving and Christmas both fall into the holiday season. And that holiday season is winter, Christmas, Santa, all that stuff. Meaning, whole deal. I, I don't, my dad listens to Christmas music on November 1st. It's, that's too early. But I think, like, I can, Wednesday I can night, tell you right now that Liz has had it on in our house since November 1st. But, but Wednesday uh, night, like, she, was too... she was taking down Halloween decorations. Yeah. Like when Putting we got back Christmas to treating. Well, yeah, you just use the same tote in the basement. One has the Halloween decorations <laughs> in it, or Christmas decorations in it. Then you rotate it out. Um, but no, the, the, the idea that like, even so Thanksgiving was done Friday. We set up my Christmas tree at my parents' house. Like they were like, the, so the holiday season yep. already starts for a lot of people. I went and got my Christmas tree right. on Sunday. The, the holiday starts. So why not just shift it a couple of days? And because people come into town and I'm not going to visit my parents for, for Christmas, right? I'm staying here in Maine, not going to Connecticut like right. I did for Thanksgiving. So this is an opportunity. So I celebrate the holidays. I get to pick one of the two to celebrate with my family in Connecticut. The other one I'll celebrate with my family that's up here and just continue, like, just forget the whole separating them and having a pain in the butt people being like, oh, you can't, you can't put your Christmas tree up on Thanksgiving. It's too early. Just make them all one season. One big season. It's the whole the whole thing. You're in, you're in favor of this. My brother goes. My All brother right. goes. I, well, um, then, well, why don't you put I, I Halloween stop. in there then too? I'm like, no, that's pushing it. Halloween is not part of the holiday season. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I wouldn't not vote for you based on that. All right. Let's See, go with yeah. that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm that's not like pl- offended by this presentation. That's my only platform, though. Everything else, I don't know anything that's about. It, so if you want to know about nothing else, like what about the economy? What about the, the economy? Like, no, no, I don't no, 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 know. No, no. No. Control. No, yeah, you guys can figure this out. I just want the holiday season. <laughs> holiday season. I want it to be okay. My my father, my step, my my wife's stepfather, so my father in law, uh, came a couple weeks ago, and we were starting to slowly get. We weren't going to be around around Thanksgiving. Uh, we have a two year old. My wife's pregnant, so it's like all these different things about like 
taking our time putting up Christmas decorations. So we put up a couple of things a couple of weekends ago and they came and visited like, you always already have Christmas decorations up. And I'm like, yes, that's not because we're like, let's go Christmas, hurry up. It's because of timing and just making it easier to put things up. So I don't want to be yeah. frowned upon and people look at me if they came over for Thanksgiving and I had like a Christmas village set up. Like, no, it's the holiday yeah. season. It's the beginning of it. I drove to Connecticut thing. on Wednesday morning in the snow. So here in New England, it is already yeah. winter holiday season. So that's true. But, yeah. We when we we went to Wyndham uh Wednesday night and it was raining, but there was still snow all along the side yep. of the road going down but, going down yonder in southern Maine. That's me and my old 37-year-old old man uh, you know, vent here on, on <laughs> Cape Tights Podcast. Lawn. Get off my lawn. Get off the grass. I don't know if you ever saw <laughs> Viva La Bam, but get off the grass. Um we're here to talk another movie review, uh, which is funny because that's hey, what you normally come on to do with me now. Yeah. But we will having soon. Honestly, I actually think the way these are going to air, or air, I say air, like we're like a freaking TV show or radio, <laughs> uh, is back-to-back weeks. So although Ooh. we are going to record differently, because this is recording uh, in November, and this is the fact that this will actually probably air uh, or drop on December 20th. No, it isn't back-to-back weeks. I actually skipped it. Never mind, because I had to move our, our end-of-the-year comic book review thing is actually going to uh, drop on the first Wednesday in January. So there's oh, one wow. week in between. Just because I had an extra. Someone slid into that. Someone slid into that slot there, Paul. Into that slot? Okay. All We're right. going to record it's the same easy. time, but it's going to it's gonna push the record. You know, so right. it's just January. It's only four so, days, three days so in, right? Our January year 3rd. in review will actually be in the new year. Yeah. So we have to review comics okay. that came out on January 3rd because that's the only date. <laughs> no, it's the only two days. Of the year. You're going down the list like, Oh, man, that's a lot of DC stuff. This will allow you to, Paul, though, because the of that. The only way Superman makes it on my list. <laughs> because of that, though, this will allow you to actually include any comics books that came out on January or December 27th because if we record, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, it actually finishes the year before this episode yeah. actually re- drops. That's the whole thing. So, I've, so I take am, that I'm all back. This year. I have my list going, and I've been working on it, and I've been like changing it, adding it, so I'm pretty proud of myself. I have mine mostly done. I have... I, and probably I, too I think many I honorable like mentions. Six months ago. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But, but mm-hmm. we're not here to talk about that yet. We're here to talk about oh, yeah. best best Christmas movie ever created. No. Um, we're talking about Die Hard? <laughs> is <laughs> a obscure Christmas movie for us, for most people. And this, this I think we'll talk. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk. Um, Batman Returns is what we're talking. But we'll also chat on Christmas movies and, and what should be considered a Christmas movie in some sense and what shouldn't. And right. there's other combo Christmas movie related movies that are kind of like, is, in your opinion, is a Christmas movie just something that happens during Christmas? Does it have to affect Christmas? Does it have to have Santa Claus oh. in it? Does it have to have this? I personally think, and this is, I'll, I'll go first on this, is that right. if you're if it's obvious that it's happening during the Christmas season, then it's yeah. a Christmas movie. A lot of people consider horror movies around Halloween. They have nothing to do right. with Halloween. So why right. can't a Christmas movie be one that's like, okay, this movie place. takes place in Christmas? Die Hard, for yeah. example. Die Hard, it, he travels to California, right? To for visit the party. for the Christmas party. So that becomes a Christmas. Right. There's no Quote reason unquote. why that shouldn't be a Christmas movie. It happened. Right. He traveled for and, Christmas. And you actually get the Christmas, like the romance story. He's trying to spend yeah. it with his family and get back to his his wife, he's trying to get the love back. It, it's almost a Hallmark movie, except he killed lots of terrorists. Yes. This is <laughs> Batman Returns is less of a Christmas movie, in my opinion, than Die Hard is. Yeah. And it takes Batman place Re- at Christmas. Yes. And that's to me, I don't understand why that couldn't be if you would you consider a Halloween Maybe. movie a movie that takes place during Halloween? <sighs> Around yeah. Halloween? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right? I mean that's a Halloween movie. You know movie, what I think opinion. makes this hard too is because it's a sequel, like where yeah. DD9 didn't take place during Christmas or anything. And this one just happens to all yeah. be around Christmas. But where it's a sequel, it also feels like I don't know, less than it's not like a traditional Christmas setup going. Yes. But it's a it's a Christmas movie. Uh, if you are a Batman fan, yeah. if you're a comic book fan and you're looking to keep yourself in genre but also watch something during the holiday season. You'd add this in there. This could opinion. be your movie. You honestly yeah. could add the Hawkeye TV series in there. You could put in there Iron Man three, because that happens during there's there's, oh. if you want to, if you want to stay in that oh. lane though, like, don't, like folks, I don't, don't, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that. I don't yourself. think don't if you're Iron looking Man for 3. a traditional, I mean, even you're not going to likely watch Die Hard If you're looking for like the Coco rap presence <laughs> and want that, <laughs> and want that Christmas feel like you wouldn't watch yeah. that movie. You'd watch, 
Elf or Santa Claus or you know, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or something like that. Those are those. Oh, yes, like... but this is in the genre. If you're a comic the, book fan, the, then you're gonna want to Christmas. The Guardians of the Gal of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I think has worked its way in now because my mm. my oldest loves it so much and stuff. But that's gonna be like a Christmas routine. But I have never watched Batman Returns specifically due to Christmas. Christmas, yes. No Unlike either. so many other movies that we watch in like the Christmas season and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I could see you could certainly argue this is a Christmas movie. Yeah, but as a person who has a pretty large collection of Christmas movies to watch every single year, traditionally, this isn't in the list. Yeah, yeah I like, like if, I, if I have a shelf so, on my wall of Christmas movies, Batman Returns is with Batman '89, not with the Christmas movies. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And so it, it, it does really. And it's, but one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because I wanted to start that discussion. And we could have just watched Die Hard. And then but this, this is this is a genre of comic books, Batman, so and so. It's yeah. all, uh, you know, I wouldn't watch Batman that often. <laughs> and first, let's back up. Let's back up. This should have just been called Catwoman, first of all. This is not Batman Returns. This is just Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this was interesting to watch again now because I, I, I've talked about this before. When we do our reviews, I, I watch a movie in like a whole new like sense. Yes. Like going through and, and paying attention to it and this and that. So I grew up a diehard batman fan and i grew up like i was all in on this movie right there's a christmas there's pictures of me at christmas i got my catwoman shirt on and there's like batman posters and i'm getting batman returns toys and i was like 100 sold i had all the mcdonald's glasses you name it mm -hmm. if it was batman returns merchandise property i owned it right i mean i was all in and i am sure i must have been what like Eight when this movie came out, nine, yeah. something like that. I must, I, like, I'm sure that little eight, nine year old Paul was arguing this was like the greatest movie to ever be made. <laughs> and watching it now, I'm like, I got some issues with this movie. Like, I didn't think I was gonna, and I'm like, wow, all right, I have some problems with this. Like, for one, yeah, there is a lot of Catwoman and, and, and a lot of like random background stuff, and not really all that much Batman. No, it's Batman and Penguin. Um, do you know what I mean it's Batman yeah. and Penguin is the, is the movie, and then it's like Batman. It's like it's like a vessel. It's like the Batman versus Superman movie. Is like you're trying to decide which which whose movie is it. If you ask someone truthfully, who doesn't, yeah. like, oh, let's put the best Batman movies together, or all the bad. Let's rank all the Batman movies. Is it a Batman movie that features Superman, or is it a Superman movie that features Batman, or does it end up on both lists? And I, I just feel like the villains in this movie were like more prominently displayed than Batman himself. And, yeah. and ba Batman and, was just sort of like the 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 tool that solved the problem. Yes. Then he was like any sort of feature on him. Um and you but look at the really cast on us though. Like the, the cast is huge too. Amazing. Like DeVito, Danny DeVito, Christopher Walken, Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> like what? Well that, this is another fun part of it that's interesting too is it like my Growing up, my uncle and I would discuss, like, action movies and discuss superhero movies and stuff like that. And, like, one of his pet pieces was, like, when they start over-complicating with too many villains. Mm -hmm. And, like, this has three villains. We don't just have Penguin. We yeah. don't just have Catwoman. We have them along with with Max, whatever yeah. his name is. Shrek. That's Shrek, yeah. Who's, like, a made-up – he's not even in the Batman lore. He's no. just this, like, made-up character that – we want Christopher Walken in this movie somehow. How oh, yeah, and That's... watching it, man, this is the most Tim Burton character of all time. Oh yeah, like I, it was another one of those things. Like watching it now, an adult in this pers like perspective of it, I'm like, wow, this guy is Tim Burton through and through. Like you can see it, the crazy eyes, the hair's all nuts. Yes. Like just a hundred percent. Um, I still there's still scenes in this movie I absolutely love. Um, but I had some pretty serious plot problems with this movie that i never had as a kid well yeah like, I know, it's it's also i would consider this in a, in, a, in a sense in a weird way would you consider this somewhat of a horror movie too because it's like, like borderline yeah, it horror because it's dark and she yeah. he killed christopher spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 1992 everybody yeah um, this. It, she christopher walk max shrek kills selena kyle michelle Pfeiffer's oh, yeah. character by pushing her off the building and survives yeah, out a window Basically, as a zombie, in a sense, like she's not like full on like walking yeah, she, dead zombie, she's not, but yeah, she's not all there. She's not she, all there. She's definitely like he's like, are you okay? Like, like there was like, like a brain damage and something. Yes, but like that's there. horror to me in that sense. Penguin, yeah, living in the living in the the, the sewer and looking the way living in the sewer. 
all of that yeah. screams he eats the horror cat. to the me. So like, scene where, he's, where he's born and then he eats the yes. cat. But, <laughs> but but is that that's that's it's but that's Tim Burton dark. in a sense. Because yeah, you think about Burton. it, people it's, all it's, we talked about what's a Christmas movie? Is Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas? Even though it has it in the title, an actual Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie? Is it like a yeah. uh, my wife and I consider it a uh, Thanksgiving movie because we can watch it between Halloween and Christmas. It's like right. That's in the actually a good idea. Uh, but like my, the idea, it's that, funny. My oldest will not watch that movie. It freaks her out. But but that's Tim, that, that that's Christmas. Tim Burton for you. It's like I'm gonna make it. I'm not, he's never ever gonna make a straight ahead movie. I mean, all of his movies hmm. have this dark tone to it in this comedy yeah. and stuff. Like that, which yeah, actually kind of funny. People go, "This is so much like Nightmare Before." Or sorry, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is so much like uh, no. This is so much like Nightmare Before Christmas when they don't realize that this came out a year prior. To Nightmare Before Christmas, right? Batman Returns came out in '92, and, and Nightmare Before Christmas came out in '93. And so the the fact that this movie is actually Nightmare Before Christmas is actually more like this than right. the opposite. But yeah, but no, I feel like it's like a horror movie too. And it's a weird. It's definitely not. It's not a comic book movie. You got, the, you got movie. the creepy circus stuff, and it is a comic book movie. It and... is a Christmas movie. It is a horror mm. movie. It is. It's all these things, and I think that speaks to what Tim Burton can also do. I feel like you I mean, have a very it, good it, talent. It hits any genre you're looking for, practically. And it was you got your romance in there. Yes, your, your weird romance, by the way. That like, like, as a kid, I'm like, oh, it's Batman, it's Catwoman. Yeah. But when you're watching this, you're like, why are these two? And why is Bruce Wayne and Selina like at all a yeah. thing? Like he meets her and she's completely off her rocker. She's yeah. like off in left field. And here's this billionaire playboy whatever that's also batman it's like you know what i think with my spare time i'm gonna see if i can hook up with her is it because if you think about it from from batman return or batman sorry um to the batman 89 to this one mm. with with vicky vale is vicky vale different is it like an opposite attract i mean like he just had this right. uh, this love interest in this person now i have this love interest someone who's Bat shit crazy, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> that uh, cat shit crazy. The oh, that's why okay. that connection is there. That 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 right, right. He feels well, and, like and the mysterious sort of, part of it. They sort of, yeah, and they sort of hint at that that like she can see there's something that's not quite right with him, and he's obviously there's something not right with her. So that's sort of their appeal to one another is that they can see the sort of like weird underlying dark tone to each mm -hmm. other but the romance in it was very quick and very forced um and yeah there's i mean i still think so you get the scene with the penguin coming out and all this and that and shrek and the the opening scene of the big like package coming and it opens up yeah. that to me is still an awesome batman action sequence scene like iconically awesome the, the batmobile comes in and like it's great there's so many weird comic book things in this movie though like the the bat signal goes up and then they're like four bat signals all move at his house and like nobody's ever comes over to bruce wayne's house and is like hey why are these giant spotlights that look like the bat signal well, over here like, that's the whole like, thing and that's what so as a, as a, like, a non-dc fan non-batman fan i'm obviously gonna have a, a more of a gripe about this than potentially someone who is but like the whole the fact that half of his face is covered there is no voice modulation so you still hear bruce wayne's voice as batman yeah you, you the, the well, fact that they're like, both they were both in the same room together and something bad happens and they both are trying to make excuses to leave and no one neither one of them were like this doesn't seem right yeah this doesn't seem to add up right <laughs> like this, oh my son, for some reason, it must be daycare, is want, wanted to watch the Hannah Montana movie last night. And oh that to me reminded me a lot of the Clark Kent, the, that whole thing as well, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a blonde wig on, guys. That's literally all she has on that's different than, than Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And the guy like looking for her, like he's just, like, the guy's like searching for her, can't figure out the fact that this, he's like at a hoedown and she's singing on stage. And she's like, he's not like, that voice sounds familiar. It's just it's like it's the same thing goes with this Batman thing. It's like there's so like, at least Spider-Man has a full face mask that covers so, so his like entire Kevin, face. Kevin Conroy's Batman always sounded different. Yes. The yes. Bruce Wayne had this like a little bit higher pitch. It's like he faked his voice as Bruce Wayne. But I and when he was if Batman, you, if you get a voice, Paul, though, if you if you dressed up in a hockey mask 
and did a voice, I'd still probably be able to be like that, especially the people who are super out. close to them. Like I can understand right. someone who met you for the first time might not put the two and two together. You know, Paul also fights crime at night. He also owns a comic book shop. There's a comic book story for you right there. Um, yeah, there you go. Is, is, but there's also like Bruce Wayne, the people who are close to him. Yeah. Don't, and I guess Although that's not, what we talked about before. Many, but you would think. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I also realized in this movie how sort of small Michael Keaton looks as Batman. Yes. Yes. Like, is he I your feel favorite like the Batman? First movie covered it up more. Uh, yeah, I I think still. For I mean, I, I guess live action. I should say live action. Yeah, probably, he's probably, yeah. For live for live action, it's probably still him. Um, I actually thought Robert Pattinson did a good job as Batman. Yeah, okay, yeah. I liked his. Is it too soon Batman. though to say that he's your favorite? Like, if he, if he has a couple yeah. more movies and he, he yeah, kills it in mean, a couple I, more movies, I, then you can I, say I that. But see yeah, a few more. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, I would say if you're going live action, like Ben Affleck wasn't a bad Batman. No, all I don't think so either. Yeah. Trash. Yeah, like his movie. Kevin Conroy is to me. Bad. Kevin Conroy is, is Batman. But, I, but yes, other than that, 100%. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, so if you go live action, I'd probably go Michael Keaton. Yeah, but I Michael would love to small. see the the idea that they're doing with this. Like Michael Keaton is is the retired Batman, and we do a Batman Beyond movie. Like <sighs> I would, God, I would love that. Too bad. Um, I just wish we could have done something with Kevin alive mm-hmm. so kevin conroy could have done some yes. sort of like even a voice of something or a voiceover of a batman or something so you could have put like a, a batman like across the universe you know kind of thing with yeah. batman, you know with old batman young batman cartoon batman i don't know it would have been cool to see all that in one one thing but you know is that's the one thing you can do kind of like they did for spider-man it's like we have had all these iterations of spider-man so why not mm. do something together and that's something i don't know i don't know DC doesn't know what they're doing. They can't get their head out of their ass over there anyway. But we're no, talking back no, when they. Really. This is all beginnings of things. This is the nineties. This is when this this is when Marvel was not doing so well. No, Man Thing came out around coming out and yeah, right. And and Batman was like, this was amazing, and it's in it swept the nation. It was everywhere. Um, so going going through this movie, yeah, I have had some issues. I like the the circus and all that yep. the characters in that that are going around are cool the live penguins are getting a bit much like watching yep. it yeah yeah it's like a little over the top danny devito's phenomenal i think he's great um, he's, he's a such a phenomenal <clears throat> actor in general like the live variety older, of things he's played and done it's unbelievable <laughs> oh god yeah now that i'm older i prefer the like crime boss penguin over the like mutant yep. penguin where this is like he there's he's definitely off you know what I mean? He, Not only does he have the flippers, but he's got like the teeth and eating the raw fish and the like weird black stuff coming out of his mouth all the time. And he has this whatever. not I don't have a you don't have a fear for him for being a villain. You have a fear for him because he's mentally unstable. Like you don't have yeah. it's not like you know what I mean? Like it's not like like if you walked up to someone on the street who was a villain, you'd be like, Oh sh- shit, I gotta I gotta hide. You also kind of fear that way because you don't know what a person with a ment- un- un- mental unstability has. You're still as a as a person walking in the street, you might you might step a few steps up to the left a little bit because you don't know if it's the person going to you know jump at you or do something. Yeah, he might randomly just attack you for the same. That's threat. what I feel like the, the fish eating thing. It's just a mental instability, a mental you know thing that's not like and he turned into a villain because of this. But I don't like it's not like Joker, who's you know harming people and, and he's also mentally unstable too. But he's more of a strong in your face villain. This guy just is just crazy. Yeah, for the yeah. For a long well, time. and like so. Like the Joker, one of the dangerous things about the Joker is you're never really sure is he yeah. is he insane or is he like super sane? Like because yeah. he can put together these these plots and these plans that add up to things. Where like this like version of the Penguin is probably not going to be this big crime boss that does all that necessarily. Yeah. He's just completely off. Like who mm-hmm. knows what he's going to do, and that makes it dangerous because you you can't anticipate it. So I I, I love this this version it's not really my favorite version of penguin no, anymore yeah. or anything but it was you know it's cool but yeah the the live penguins and all that gets to be a bit much but the the circus guys are cool you do the wonder how, how they hide in a zoo in a sewer and like these guys all went missing like you get into like bruce is looking yeah. in the past and they all go missing and this and that and no one's been down there by the way their sewers are huge yeah their sewers crap, are that, opening, that opening scene of the um, yeah. after they throw the the baby in and it's going through and it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys got a lot of runoff or something what, what do you need a sewer system this big for 
yeah it, that's that the ninja turtles like the terradrome could drive through there yeah the technodrome. I, I, did yeah I, I i the villain part did was was for some reason was catwoman in slash max shrek not enough of a characters no. that they had to bring in the Dan DeVito story. Like, could you, we have done with one or the other? Like, could we have not had Catwoman and still had? I think you could have gotten more accomplished in the plot if we yeah. stuck to just, just her and Max Shrek. Because realistically, like, Catwoman's in there, and you have, like, the... And, like, the romance side could have been done more of, like, what mm-hmm. is going on between Selena and Bruce versus, like, their together on-screen time, I would say, must have only been a few minutes, realistically. Yeah. Um. So you could have dove more into that, into this, like, when they realize who each other is, then it would make more relevant Out of it, because, it. like, they didn't have if enough just... to make it seem and, and more honestly, than, like... Max, Max Shrek's a pretty good villain as far as, yeah. like, you want to see him get it. Like, he's a terrible person as a whole you know he's like i, I bet it was more impactful in 1992 than it was now because after you when you watch christopher walken now you then add in all of the other roles that he's played over time and to me i'm right. just like all i want to hear is more cowbell and <laughs> like it's like okay at the time christopher walken was probably looked apart as different than he is now this is a tim burton right. movie he's got a little bit of a makeup on his face he's got the crazy hair and all that stuff you're just like well, you get, i want to like, laugh at his character not as much fear his character it's funny because I can see the Max Shrek, and then he played the Headless Horseman yep. in Tim Burton's, um, yeah, uh, shoot. Sleepy Hollow. Thank you. Um, but he was, like, he was excellent in Sleepy Hollow. It was just terrifying, yeah. like, and, and I, I feel like you see that, the craziness. And I loved him. He played in a uh, in another action movie with Bruce Willis, and he was he was really good as a villain in that, too. Yeah. Um, so I can see the crazy max shrek thing and he is he's this like he's only out for himself and he doesn't really care about the like the actual people of gotham mm-hmm. he's building the power plant that's actually not a power plant yes also that way he can i don't know screw over the city and make more money and supposedly leave it for his only son yeah but yeah i think we probably could have left the whole penguin story arc out and gotten a lot more about catwoman and what she's doing and why she's doing it yes. besides the fact yeah. that she's nuts besides the fact she got thrown out a window and i only say that because i feel like some I mean, there is this sense that i don't think a lot of us or people look at movies i look at them a little differently now just by by looking at them more in depth not to say that we're perfect or i'm perfect at looking at movies is i see things right. more as we've seen in, in the in the genre that we like which is comic books and things like that that like we've seen the opportunity of someone uh, this new fantastic four movie that came out a couple of years ago uh they're like they were hoping to get three movies, four movies or whatever out of it. Mm. When you're going into filming or going into writing and you're getting ready to make this movie, you're like, this could be our only shot. So I want to do right. this story and this story and this story. So I've got to push them all into one. But at the moment that this movie came out, uh, Batman re- or Batman 1989 came out, was made for like 40 something, 50 something million dollars and made almost a half a billion. So you're talking yeah. like that, the return on investment on that movie was drastically well, good. This movie should have just been like, we're likely going to get a third out of this. We, we were mm. there's no real reason. I mean, we had all these movies that were doing tri- trilogies and things like that, the Star Wars and the Indiana Jones and the Back to the Futures. All those movies were getting the third movie. And so why yeah. not, like, why push too much story into this thing? I don't think it ruined it. There's definitely movies no. where it ruined it. I do think it worked. Yeah. I do think this is up there with me as a favorite, up there with the favorite Batman movies. Like, it is a top five Batman movie, in my opinion, I think. Oh, yeah. But but, yeah, but the the... This almost could be top two ish, top three if it didn't have the if they just cleaned it up. Some. Yes, they cleaned it up yeah, a little bit. Cleaned it up but... some. I, I think I think a Catwoman Batman story would have been more interesting than a Batman Penguin story. Or why not just a Catwoman story? Yeah. I mean, as much as I didn't want, well, I liked having Michael Keaton in there and Batman, and it, I don't think they should have done that. They could have gone that route where it was like Penguins there and had a little bit of Batman in it, like a, the pops of him as cameos, and just made it a Catwoman story. And then the third movie, or a fourth, thir- a third and, movie, didn't have to be, could have been more of them getting together or something along right, those lines. Right, you could have had Catwoman, yeah. Catwoman fighting Shrek and Penguin. Like, yeah, there's there was some, they could have cleaned up some of this. Yeah. So my overall largest problem with this movie that i found and i i think i just sort of overlooked it as a kid but now how did a pile of circus clown criminals that are obviously like base level criminals yeah find blueprints to the batmobile 
and or make them that the technology doesn't exist outside of Bruce. Like it's only yeah. his and then be able to go and might I add, they, they pulled wire out. Like my time in automotive tells me that there's miles of electrical pieces inside a vehicle. And these guys have yanked it all out. It's all over the place. And what you would assume would be like low educated criminals are able to make blueprints for a Batmobile, take the Batmobile apart on the side of the road, reassemble the whole thing and take control of it. That is a real but, serious problem. <laughs> it is bad. Like, real serious issue. Yes, yes. Like, and yes. there was no description. There was no explanation. It's just like, oh, my my friends are at it. And you look over in the corner and there's like schematics of a Batmobile on the wall. And you're like, I don't think Bruce flushed them because that's supposedly how like yeah. the Penguin yeah. found everything that he's managed to find basically was living in the sewers in his time. I don't think that the Batmobile blueprints were like, oh, we're done with these. Let's. It's like, oh, crap, I'm out of toilet paper. Yeah, I'm out of toilet paper. Let's get the blueprints for the... Like, yeah, I... we'll just use those. Wait, like, but that's that, my that's none my of the, whole... None of that added up. But that was my, that's my whole plot hole in the Batman lore in TV and movies that they kind of fixed in Batman Returns, or sorry, Batman Begins, with the idea that they have someone helping him make this technology. And so he wouldn't even yeah. have them in Batman Retur- Begins, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman's character has these blueprints and things like that. Yeah, Lucius. Yeah, he wouldn't have. Yeah. He wouldn't have them no. at, the, at the banner. No, he. Yeah, I mean, he might for the sake he of might, like once yeah. Lucius has got them. It would have been. It would have been. It would have been more uh, ideal if he had like a little what? sketch, like on a, on a on a napkin. Yeah, like and like an idea of how you get the the Batmobile apart and back together, but not full on this is where the screw goes and things like that yeah you know i mean like it would have been more likelihood that he's just in the toilet taking a dump and he's like sketching out like what do i want the batmobile to look like and then they flush that and then that's how he... but it's just still paper right so how it's like, it's, been, it's, it's been ruined ruined, but, anyway. but those yeah. are the plot holes i think so... that we all gain, wait and expect <laughs> in comic book movies and that's that yeah. whole thing with like you say this that like was... we should believe the fact that the penguin could survive in the sewer Eating raw right, fish. Yeah, he, and, didn't, and, and he didn't die as a child. He's he didn't also extremely plump. Yeah. For a guy yes, that eats out of the sewer. Yeah, he's he's a... Um, <laughs> he's not eating McDonald's of, cheeseburgers. He's eating... There's a lot of McDonald's grease. A lot of McDonald's grease down there. Yeah. He's not eating these things that you'd expect him to eat to gain weight and things like that. He would be a skinny person. He'd be what they were expecting to do in, in, in Gotham. Where in Gotham, Cobblepot yeah. is more skinny and creepy and, and frail looking. I feel like that's what I would get more of, of, a, of a penguin living in the in the sewer than I would. Actually living his, in the sewer. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I mean, th- th- there are these, I feel like we can pick apart any movie, like I said. There's no, to, 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 to say what I said last time we talked about it, that we were talking about this next time was, this is still the best movie we've watched as a as a as a tandem in these yes. superhero related yes. movies or, or comic book related movies because this it actually is a good movie. It's worth watching yeah. over and over and over oh, again. It's, it's enjoyable. Not saying you like, have I, to watch it during Christmas, but like it's it's if here's the deal: watch Batman Return or Batman 1989 sometime in November, and then watch Batman Returns sometime in December just to watch it during the Christmas season. It doesn't have yeah. to be like this. Like it's I said, don't. Don't just because it's look, fun to watch. Dudes out there, don't look at your wife and be like, hey, we're going to set the Christmas tree up and we're going to put Batman Returns on. Don't do that. Watch a Christmas <laughs> movie or a Christmas movie. Uh, what I will say is that there is, right off the bat, there's a Christmas tree in the background, the package, the snow. Yeah, so right off the beginning, the it's, yes, it starts yep. off with that Christmas-related theme. It's, it's the fun music to see the from snow. Danny- oh, the scenes of the Batmobile driving through the snow is, is awesome. phenomenal. Especially us so, yeah. who live in New England. Yeah. That's like that's like so screams beautiful. winter and Christmas for us. Like it, it's amazing. Um, yep. The music by Danny Elfman. First of all, Danny Elfman is oh. one of the best composers in the entire world. The but it's Christmas feeling. If you pull yep. that Christmas, if you put that on, I think someone would go, "Is this Christmas music?" Even though it's not designed to be Christmas music, I think that the music itself, as you get through the the, the music playing when when Penguins in the in the in the um, sewer and things like that, it has this twinkle, this this Christmassy snowy kind of feel to it so like it yeah. brings the movie feels christmasy as i'm watching it again even more i believe die hard is a christmas movie even more than die hard it has this feel of christmas going on because once the in die hard once like they're at the party and hans starts to take over again spoiler spoiler <laughs> 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 for, for anyone who hasn't seen die hard which yeah. i gotta tell you if i haven't seen die hard shame on you 
Like the spoiler of not he's taking snow. over Doctor the tower. He's it's it's like basically every once in a while you see him like run through a room as a Christmas tree in the background, but it's really not yeah. until the end where there's it's more like getting together as a family and all that stuff. Um, so like this has that more feel because of Danny Elfman and, and Tim Burton's directing. Uh, Dana Waters along with Sam Sam Ham wrote this book, movie too. Sam Ham wrote Batman, nineteen eighty nine. So the writer mm. for Batman 1989 was helped co-write this movie too, which makes sense in that yeah. sense. It, um, it definitely has the same feel as the Batman 89 movie. Yeah. Yes, like it's which is nice, which I like. And the scene, yeah, completing it because I felt like Batman Begins had a similar feel to Batman: The Dark Knight, but Dark Knight and Dark Knight those two had more of a feel of being cohesive movies together than than the first and the second movie of the Dark Knight trilogy, right? And so right. like, this movie makes sense that it, it feels like it goes together. And then it, then it just drops off a cliff. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so sad that the third movie, because Tim Burton was working on the third yes. Batman movie. And it's so sad that like it didn't it didn't continue. Like it was, from what I gather, it was really in the works when all of a sudden they changed. I can't remember who the uh, director was for the third and fourth. Um, they changed everything. Yeah, it was a uh... personal opinion, not for the better. The second that was Joe Schumacher. Schumacher. Joe Schumacher. That's I was saying, that's what I yeah. thought it was, but I didn't want to. And then misquote. Batman and Robin was also Schumacher. So that these are two. Uh, this these two first ones uh, kind of were felt together, and that's why the second two kind of felt together too. Even though the boy that that Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne saves is in his forties. <laughs> uh, so we don't have problems. time to go into that. So many problems. <laughs> We get. I said other. We could. Out- we could watch later down the road for a terrible B-rated movie. We could watch Batman and Robin. Like, I would. I, I'd I know watch, people. I'd want to say Batman Forever and Batman and Robin together. Together. And then discuss can, the two. We could do that because people. It's funny. I finally met someone who like loves Batman no. and Robin. Loves no. it. Went to the theater. He saw. He saw it in theater nine times, more than any no. other movie. He said. Um, Why. Well, and when he started talking about a movie with too many characters in it, too, and just bad, um, he explained it that he grew up on '66 Batman. Okay. The Adam West, the corny, the cheesy, the goofy. So for him, it was all of his childhood Batman stuff redone in this new flashy version. Yeah. Because boy, is it corny and cheesy and hokey. Um. This is my Batman. Like, I grew up on the 89 Batman. To me, Batman was dark. Batman, like... I mean, this Batman kills criminals. Like, I'm, t- I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the guy that got the fireball from the back of the Batmobile probably yeah. didn't survive that. No. I mean, they're not sure like, they get de- decapitated, but you know what? And you know yeah, if you're yeah, watching these, this these movie. Yeah, these people probably... Yeah, and in, in yeah. the 89 movie, like, he's... He's annihilating an awful lot yeah. of these dudes. Well, like, I wrote, it, I wrote, it goes I wrote. some of, like... You could get into, like, Batman didn't kill him. The explosion killed him. Batman caused the explosion. Like, yeah, it's like a, but yeah, uh, like there's a lot of criminals that are probably dead from him. And yeah, that I didn't kill the person. The poison that I gave the person killed. Yeah, the that, person. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You get into. A... Um, I wrote he that as one of my notes. Left. That I didn't t- didn't say it was right after all the music feels creepy Christmas feel. I wrote more graphic than the original Batman's. Like, because you think even Batman '89, this is more graphic than that one, and this is obviously more graphic than Tim Bur- or uh, sorry, uh, Adam West Batman. Like this is yeah. far. Like this is a change in well, direction that he's got that, that big muscle bound duty. Puts yeah. the bomb on and yeah. pitches over the side, and that guy explodes. Like, and that's what I think. What we saw between like Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness, like you saw this, like mm. you know, this whole like deep dark, you know, creepiness to it, and that, that this one yeah. has. I will say though, that one problem I've always had with everything that's 1989 Batman and all this stuff is these sets that they're in driving the streets look like sets on a movie a studio book. they look like a they, comic yes. book they look like a movie set yeah and it's funny because at one point i had watched like i became obsessed with the heath ledger joker the batman yeah. and all of that was filmed in i think chicago and it's mm-hmm. all like actual real places and i went back and watched 89 and i had that like man this looks corny and goofy um but then the more i get into the comic book sense of it like yeah it's Source material. It looks like yeah. the Gotham you see in the comics and stuff. It, it's always sort of dark. It's always got like the the buildings are these fantastic, like over the top 
stuff. So I, I sort of enjoy again now going back through. It definitely does not look real. Well, I mean, the Dark Knight trilogy, they actually made characters go out in the day. Yeah. It's yeah, dark they had... 24 hours a day in, in Gotham City in, in in these Batman movies from the 80s and yeah. 90s. Yeah, during the day, no, crime doesn't take place. There is nothing. <laughs> nothing happens. No, Everything's they fine. Like, they're all nocturnal. Like they all do things at night, and then <laughs> they sleep during the day. They work night shifts. Um, Batman night shift is the next thing I'm going to next thing I'm going to create. Uh, out there but yeah but you're right but one of, so one of the things i will the say the poor is guy that, that just runs a like bodega and golf and he's like yes. oh man <laughs> this <laughs> all this, day there's nothing <laughs> 1989 and this definitely were more realistic looking than when they got to forever forever to me was just like everything oh, seemed over the top uh hokey and and, and, and it was funny because i saw that as a child and as a child was like what the hell yeah. is happening right now the neon yeah, glowing and all of the criminals being like so over the top in those movies. Like it was trying to make it a, a real like it's like taking a live action. It's like when they did the live action Lion King to me. Is, yeah, uh, I hate I hate. How yeah, it's like that. we're how trying to make a car. We're trying to make a, look a cartoon live action, right? Yeah, like and as that they, they almost like they, can make this look like yes. a cartoon. Is the and goal. I think it backfired because yeah, for me personally, I'll read a comic book. I'll watch the animated Batman stuff if I want that Batman. I don't care if you give yeah. me a little bit. Like I said, this Batman Returns has this, okay, you feel like it's a comic book movie. It's not realistic. This is a fake thing. Okay, cool. Run with it. But when it's you go little, too yeah. far into we're trying to get this to look comic booky, is then going, I don't want that then. I want, I'll just read the comic book. I don't need to read, yeah. you know, like this. This like, still has like the, it is the dark. It is like yes. these characters yes. are trying to kill one another. Yes. They don't, care about things these criminals don't care about the well-being of others there's like there's blood i mean you see batman's injured and hurt and there's he's bleeding like it's all very much more real than the the next group of batman movies it's yeah. just over the top ridiculous well there's bat nipples and just you know when you get the bat nipples that's pretty much sums it all up <laughs> i see his bat print in his g-string there too no kidding um <laughs> mushroom print how much how much batman marketing did you need on this year on your costume aren't you just like going to fight crime like you're not selling a brand he's got like he's gonna be pumping up the batman air jordan like yes just everything oh it's so bad what when, did i just read oh when george reading a book. pulls out that friggin batman credit card yeah oh. i was just reading i'm reading the book secret santa uh by andrew schaefer it's a it's a comedy horror Christmas book and it's um has like some feel of the office in it in a sense, but this it's a secret Santa gift that mysteriously gets given to someone, whatever. And she was talking they were talking about in the book about how Secret Santa is an anonymous thing that you're not, you know, you're not supposed to know. And the person responds back to her goes, So is AA. But at the beginning of AA, they had you announce who you are to the entire group. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never thought of it that way ever. When someone's like, you know, like you always book club. When we're yeah, always like, club. hi, my name is Justin. And, I'm, you know, I'm an out. The, I was like, oh, my gosh. I understand their theory is that it's anonymous, that you're going to other people outside of the group. But in the right. same sense, I'm like, but maybe you might know someone in there or, or someone might know your name or something. So maybe it should just be anonymous. That so you shouldn't be like, "Hi, I'm Justin." You should be like anonymous. It's like that's funny. I never thought of it that way. Alcoholics Anonymous. They announce who they are at the beginning of every single. <laughs> that is funny. But that was like okay. In this Batman's like you're supposed to be this secretive person, and like I've, I'm waiting for the Batman to have like a neck tattoo of a Batman symbol. But like, no, that's not me. That's not me. No, Don't worry. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, but there's, there's a lot of crazy cornball stuff in this um but still takes itself much more serious than the mm. next series of batman movies yes it's not the best um, batman but it's definitely by far <laughs> not the worst batman in my opinion and i think no. it does have that christmas feel that categorizes this way more than other christmas i think if you want nothing movies. else if you watch this like you had said purely for the soundtrack and for some of the imagery in it you you got it right there like it's yes. a win just for that so I have we'll have a post, obviously recording this earlier than it's being released, but we have a we'll have a post on capesandtights.com 
Um, if you want, we have a section actually for some reason for the holidays. I've done this last year, but it's slash Christmas. And it has a bunch of Christmas related things, Christmas comics to read, Christmas books, movies, TV, nice. all that stuff. But one of the things we have is a countdown or a countdown, a list of comic book or superhero related uh, Christmas movies. Um, and there's, there's also shows, but I feel like a show, TV shows take place over a period of time. And so I feel like every comic book related TV show, Arrow, Flash, all of them had a Christmas episode. Right. So it's kind of hard to somewhere. be like <laughs> somewhere in there. Um, so, but like, honestly, Shazam, the Shazam movie takes place during Christmas. Oh my God, it does. Yeah, you're right. I kind of You're talking Iron Man, like I mentioned before. Um, I had other ones too. I don't remember what they were. Uh, Spider Man. I sort of forgot that Hawkeye the, TV the Hawkeye show. show all took the Hawkeye show. Hawkeye the whole show show. takes takes over Christmas yeah. play for a time. Yeah. But that also leads into No Way Home. I believe has a Christmas scenes in it. Batman Returns. Uh, I mentioned that. Yeah. Um, into the Spider Verse takes place during oh. Christmas. Weird. Uh, the first, the first one. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, I mentioned um shazam so there is a, a few christmas movies in there that are also comic book related movies again this is not talking like you're talking your traditional i think christmas. this is this is the closest to a christmas movie of any of them besides the Guardians of the galaxy one mm-hmm. yes which literally is the Guardians of the galaxy and christmas special i'm guessing but i think this is what probably if, the one that's the most christmasy of all of it I, i'm guessing what if is coming out December 22nd for nine episodes straight. Not every day there's going to be a new one. And Christmas stuff. I, the, the, the poster's Christmassy. So I'm guessing yeah. they'll they'll have something in there that's Christmas related. Um, but I, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, but yeah, I would say so. Super, Iron Man 3, as much as you don't like that movie, would be oh. the Marvel equivalent, I think, of this in the sense of it being holiday related. Because... There is. I would much, much Christmas rather season. watch this than Iron Man. Yes, I know you would. Um, but there's like it goes into the they go into the the bar to get the extremist to meet that person who has the extremist thing, and that there's a Christmas tree in the background. There, it's snowing. The kids celebrating Christmas right. at the end. Yeah, he gives, right he gives the kid a Christmas present, which is the new robot stuff and all that stuff. So like, it definitely has that Christmas feel. You're talking, like I said, the Hawkeye has that Christmas. Shazam has that Christmas yep. feel. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, obviously. Um, but those are the ones that, yes, definitely would make the cut on that list of Christmas movies. But the number one Christmas movie out there, though, what is your favorite Christmas movie that you do? Oh, here's the deal. Oh, what's your most rewatchable okay. Christmas movie? Because there's definitely my, my good favorite, Christmas movies. Like, no, yeah. My favorite Christmas movie. Favorite Christmas movie, most rewatchable Christmas movie is The Christmas Story. Okay. Uh, I the, the story, I don't know, it, it gets me with like, the kid growing up and wanting this present and his dad getting it for him when like mom wouldn't, I definitely feel like I, my, my stepfather is like military and he's very like, I don't know. He did the best he could raise me, yeah. but he didn't understand me the way like other people did, but he would get me gifts periodically that meant a lot and still mean a lot to me because it came from him. Um, So that movie always gets me. So that that's my favorite Christmas movie. I absolutely love Elf, and I love Christmas movies. I love Elf. Yeah. I love Christmas Vacation. I, I mean, there's so many Christmas movies I absolutely love. However, Christmas Story is mine. That's my favorite. So that's I have good. a mixture of just what I watched because I think it's a because it, it came out right around when I was in, in, you know as a younger kid. Is the Santa Claus with Tim Allen has okay, always been up there one. for me along with Home Alone and those ones. But like that movie, it should, I don't know if there's something about the whole idea that. It explains the Christmas lore in a cool yeah. way. Um, yeah, Santa, Santa you know, Claus is real. I like and he becomes Santa, and they get deep into the. Whole yes, well, I like the thing, thing I like the most about the your, your pick versus my pick is the fact that yours is Christmas gift related, like right. Christmas morning, Christmas presents, Christmas that, yep. and mine is the Santa Claus story related. Meaning that like there's different sides, two to that different stuff, two yes. very different aspects about it. Yeah. And yeah, then Batman yeah. Returns I, just happens during Christmas. <laughs> and yeah, I, there's what, still this... uh, the oh the end the end scene where he gets the cat and he, yes. he picks the cat up yes. in the snow yes. like yes. and it was almost like it it doesn't say it but I think he says like he says Merry Christmas to Alfred yep. and it's like yep. that was almost like a gift to Bruce from her yeah because you see her shadow and he stops and then at the very end of it she stands up. And you see her looking out over the city. Like, 
I I give a nice little Christmas piece in there. Like, why not? My argument is, is if this movie and Die Hard are not Christmas movies, then neither mm. is Home Alone. Because Home yes, Alone 100%. could have happened on Easter weekend. It could have happened yep. for summer vacation. It could have happened all these things. I know people are like, they went, they purposely went away for, for, for Christmas. I'm like, but they could have gone away on any vacation. It just happened to be during Christmas. It just happened. I will, it it's a Christmas movie. You could movie. have had that during Thanksgiving. It could have been just like planes, trains, yes. and automobiles, except it's Kevin getting left at home. Yes. Yep. So it's it. Yes, 100%. there is this thing that I believe it's a Christmas movie. It definitely is a Christmas movie. Don't worry. Yep. My whole point is, if someone believes that Home Alone is, then they have to even entertain the idea that this and something you like sort of that. should be accepting that Die Hard also is correct. And so could Batman Returns. So I will say that out of a five star ranking, that this person over here will give this three and a half Christmas trees. Very three nice. Half, three and a half stars. Three and a, three I I don't three and a half think Christmas stars because I don't think there is a five Chris uh, Batman movie for me. I think that like Dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie, and mm. I think that even came out as a four or four and a half. And I just haven't. There isn't this like. I mean, if that's the epitome, in my opinion, of of Batman yeah. movies. Uh, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker is absolutely fanatic, phenomenal. Uh, I you know I don't you don't like Christian Bale, but at least. The, that's uh, that, my biggest, people don't watch that, the Dark Knight though. But people don't Heath watch Ledger the Dark Knight to my... watch Batman. They're watching that for Heath Ledger's Joker, and that you're movie. watching it for Heath Ledger. Yeah, because I Christian Bale's Batman's just not very interesting yeah. to me. I just don't, and I don't but, particularly like Christian Bale. And then I like either. Batman '89 like, better than this, and so on and so forth. So there has yeah. to be a spot for this has to fall into. And I don't do like 3.75 or 3.8, 3.9, is I, like it's I, better than average, but not as good as '89 and not as good as Dark Knight. In my yeah, opinion. I think I would fall in the same point scale. Like as a kid, I probably would have said that this was like higher. Like my nostalgia and growing up with it, and I, I know like my die-hard like childhood love of this movie mm -hmm. um watching it now as an adult and going on and looking at everything else that's been out for batman movies and this and that i'd, I'd say three five is probably a fair scale yes it, you I know think so i i would say watch this movie garrett's watched this movie no. he still hasn't watched 89 because when i told him to go watch batman 89 he thought that's what this was until about halfway through he realized this was a sequel which by the way buddy Returns should have probably hinted at that for you. Well, he returns. Oh, it's not. Care. It's not. It's Jerry. It's not. Uh, it's not the TV show Batman. It's not Adam West Batman. It's the return. <laughs> no, uh, Cinescore. Oh, Cinescore polls. That's one of the ones they give on, like I am or on uh, Wikipedia yeah. and things like that. Gave it a B on the A plus yeah. to F scale. So I can understand that sure. a little bit. It's yeah, definitely one of those ones that fits yeah. right in the. It's watchable. In the, in the, it has its moments. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. I just had it open to it. Rotten Tomatoes had it at a. Did I put it on my notes? I did not put it on my notes. I usually put it on my notes, but I Rotten Tomatoes. I looked. Uh, returns. It was a. Yeah. It was like a high mid, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's so Batman Returns puts it at a eighty-one, which again I think in that if you that's did a relation to that, it's right the three and a half. Yeah, right there. Yeah, uh, uh, audience scores at seventy-five, so that's a seventy-five percent ish. Uh, okay. There and so it is one of those ones that people are like, "This is a good movie." That's there's yeah. not like you're not gonna say this is one. Of, it's not up for awards of all time, but it's also not yeah. an unwatchable movie. And so that's having a three and a half is actually not a crazy score. I think there's definitely people who oh, this is their favorite Batman movie. I mean, this is it's gonna. I'm be sure. There. I'm sure, and, and like I mean, like I said, I saw this in theaters, and I bet. If you saw this in theaters as a kid and you never you like the '89 to come out and you didn't mm. see that one and then you saw this one, this could be your like your favorite Batman. Um, in the imagery in this movie and the the circus guys really get me because they're really mm. pretty cool. Like all these different circus villains and like the guy in the big skull helmet mm -hmm. with the googly eyes thing. Like the imagery of this movie is fantastic. I, I can see somebody saying this is their favorite. And we said, I mean, Max Shrek, I know, uh, Christopher Walken, you have your Michael Keaton, who's one of the better Batmans that's yep. ever happened. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was great, and so was Danny DeVito. Yep. So you have uh, those characters all kicking butt in a movie that you'd like, if you think back on it, that's like a, that's an all-star cast. Uh, every yeah. single one of them did their job. I just think that there was some, like I said, there's some plot holes in there somewhere. Uh, uh, the fact, you know, I, the one thing I didn't bring up, which I want to finish off with here, is Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman suit would be impossible to get into by yourself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's, it's skin tight. Yeah. It's, it's cool that like she, you see her like make this and I love the scene yeah. 
where she's in the car and she's like got the mask in her mouth and she's rooting through a person yeah. while Batman's like and he dressed perfectly downstairs in the Bat Cave with all this like she's fishing this thing that's falling apart out and he's got like multiple costumes to pick from. Yeah. Um but oh. yes, that that thing is skin tight. You wouldn't <laughs> Like, and it's also sewn together like, in a way that I feel like if you were to try to put it on yourself, that you rip it some more. Maybe yeah, put it on a sweatshirt or, or a jersey, something that's too tight, and you're like, you go, you hear that, you're like, oh, I just ripped the seam out somewhere, and it's just it just loosens a little yeah. bit or whatever. But it's definitely one of those things that you're like, oh, that's not very good. You know, you put on something you haven't put on for a while, and you bend over, you're like, Ugh. that that's sewn together in a way that would definitely tear apart. And I and you probably know this too have helped our better halves put something on, zip something up that wasn't as tight as this. <laughs> yeah. And we had yeah. to help them put that on, let alone seeing, unless she had to figure out a way to zip up the back of it. And there's like a hook on the wall that she's able to like put her neck on and like drop down to the ground so that she can zip it up. And <laughs> yeah, she's or maybe, maybe the cat's she's definitely, she's definitely not know. putting it on in the car. No. The ca- unless she has a cat. So like the cats come out of nowhere and like put everything and you know together. What else and... would, it would have been interesting to get into is like, so she's, oh, there's the phone. She's doing martial arts she's doing gymnastics she's doing all of this stuff she's using the whip that is a lot of trained abilities that we never got of how she can do any of this mm-hmm. like you never got any of that but um no the cat suit yeah that looks problematic the one in the newer movies um looks a lot more like reasonable to put on it's got the zipper she puts it in yeah one one suit you know it probably could have been used for something as you could have said it was like a motorcycle costume or something. Like yeah. it, it was one you use for another purpose somewhere versus this thing that she makes is not. Like... <laughs> that's, that's my, no, that's, that's my, a, that's a fine call out. Yeah. Yes. It, but it's cool. I like it. It's better than ha- Haley Berry. It looks awesome. It's that's, that's a whole oh. other discussion. Oh. Um, but <laughs> it's a, uh, it's Christmas season. Watch this movie. Um, we'll be doing, the plan is to do, and things change, so don't hold us to this on this podcast when you listen to this this far and go, oh, they didn't do that next month or the next month after, is to do the TV pilot Generation X next in, in, in the beginning oh boy. of the year, at some point in the new year, um, that your wife will be like, why is Justin making you watch this again? Why? Yeah, what, um, what are you watching now? Why have I never so, heard of this if this is a Marvel thing? And I'll be like, because it's awful. It's, like it's, it's going to be probably one of the worst that we've watched so far. That's saying something. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and going in there. And we'll also have our our, our um, comics of the year coming up here, which I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. kind of stuff going on there. And uh, if you're looking for uh, a last minute Christmas gifts and you live in the Bangor area, because this is going to drop on the 20th of December and that's too soon for you to ship anything. But if you live in the greater Bangor area and listening to this episode, Galactic Comics and Collectibles in Bangor, Maine has a bunch of cool stuff, including some signed book plates on some uh, some graphic novels and oh, trades that are in the shop. So, awesome creators. Yes. Yeah. And so check uh, that out. Galactic Comic Collectible gift cards. Oh, yeah. That's always one. good. And right if you on the buy, website. If you want to buy me one, that's great. If you want to, you know, help support, <laughs> you should just stop by and support Justin Tabbitt's. Yeah. Kind of, uh, and if you yeah. want to buy Paul something, you can go to Over and Over Brewing Company and buy him a yep, gift card my there. Habits. That works. So yep. it's both. So if you're looking for Christmas gifts to get your favorite people in the world, um, right here on Capes and Tights. Uh, no, we have some cool ones coming up too. Uh, we got some cool people coming in the new year. Um, next week is Ryan, Katie, and Andrea Muti of Haunt You to the End. Coming on the podcast from Top Cow. Uh, I comics, just ordered the trade paperback for that, which has an awesome pull quote on the back of it. Yeah, great pull quote on the back of that one. Some guy got printed again. <laughs> uh, so that's coming out at the beginning of the new year, uh, which is awesome. So we're we'll putting that episode out uh, ahead of time of that, as well as we have. We're, we're working out doing some more stuff with authors this year too. So we got some some cool authors coming on at the beginning of the year. Jesse Lumberg nice. is going to come on and chat his stuff. Uh, one of our friends, Jesse. We, Jesse, we met up with at uh, the Bangor Comic and Toy Con, as well as he's doing some other cool stuff out there um, and so on. So for that, some other people trying to get on the podcast. Yeah, it's uh, end of 2023 here, buddy. And we'll have our comic books of the year coming up here pretty soon. I'm excited. Going into 2024, it's going to look cool. I don't know how the comic book industry is going to look, but it'll be different. I, th- <laughs> I think you're right. I think it's going to look like Marvel books start at five bucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was horrible this week. I'm sorry. I- I'll, put- I'll put that out there. I can say that. It, it it was there was what did i get like i don't know six what? or seven marvel books and five out of of the set, six or seven were 
three or four ninety nine, and one of them yeah, was three ninety nine. There was one for three ninety nine, and I think the other like six or seven or whatever. And they weren't, were and it wasn't even like number ones or whatever. They were like thirty nine yeah, and twenty six and whatever. whatever. It was just random books, and I'm like, I understand maybe they're making them longer, mm, but maybe. Uh, it's just gonna be the price of things. I feel like you're Damn. gonna just alienate some people for me to be like, Paul, stop ordering as many Marvel comics and give me some of those indies for three ninety nine. And Ooh, Todd baby. McFarlane still selling his for two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. But sweet. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. All those things to everybody. Uh, we're an 100%. inclusive podcast here. Um, but in uh, Merry Christmas to you, Paul. I'll see you before then. But for those who don't Merry know, Christmas. we see each other every week. Merry Christmas. Like I won't Sometimes see you. Multiple times a week. <laughs> Lately, I've been so busy. I haven't been in like once a week. But it'll, yeah, it'll change. That's true. But we'll see. But I will see you tomorrow night for book club. Uh, Book club. Talking naughty list. So, thanks, Paul. Thank you. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs>